1: Be the Patriot. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis.
2: With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. A record number of Americans quit their jobs during the ninth month of the year. The Labor Department says 3% of the American workforce, 4.4
0: million workers, quit their jobs during September. The coronavirus pandemic is at the heart of most of the decisions because workers who can't afford gas or child care have opted out of jobs, many seeking employment at companies closer to their homes.
2: Correspondent Ken Lorman, an alliance of unions representing 50,000 Kaiser Permanente workers in California, Oregon, and six other states has called off a strike notice after receiving a tentative labor deal with the health care network. Both sides announced the agreement yesterday, staving off a potentially crippling strike that was set to begin tomorrow morning. This is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt sees a bipartisan bill from Washington. The bipartisan infrastructure
1: bill passed. Please understand, Joe Biden wants to say it's a big win for him. It's a bipartisan win. Uh, I would have voted for it in the United States Senate. We need roads and highways, especially the port money, because we got to get serious about China here. It's not as big as Obama's stimulus bill was, and that disappoints Joe. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5, on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. The closer edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network is coming up next, and the headliner is batting clean up this weekend. It's Mitch Berg filling in for Brad Carlson next. Thank you for joining us on The Patriot. Just after 1 o'clock, the forecast calls for a high of 33. Cloudy skies right into this evening. We could see some snow flurries overnight tonight down to 25, and a wintry mix is possible for Monday morning. 37 for the Monday high. The fourth annual Christmas Mortgage Miracle is back. You can sign up daily. It's brought to you by Tom Matiney of New American Funding. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM-1280, The Patriot Studios in Egan.
4: here is the closer, Brad Carlson. Or maybe not. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM-1280, The Patriot. The, the show that is, in fact, making talk radio great again. I am not, in fact, Brad Carlson. Brad is off on assignment today. Uh, much as I was yesterday, I am in. I am uh, Mitch Berg, normally heard every Saturday from uh, 1 to 3 here on AM 12A, the page today in uh, for Brad, as Brad was in for me yesterday. Uh, it's been a, a fun couple of weeks here, actually, as far as the Narn goes. Incidentally, my band Elephant in the Room uh, played last night at the North Star in St. Paul. Brad stopped by and uh, lent us his talents doing... Um, Bust a Move by Young MC, and yes, he has it down cold, as he does so many of these early uh, 90s, late 80s rap sorts of songs. If you've never done a karaoke night or, for example, an Elephant in the Room gig with Brad, you don't know what you're missing. And you won't have to miss it. You just have to be a little patient. Uh, gig, next gig is a few weeks out, but uh, we'll keep you posted. Anyway, let's talk about today's show. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info and one of the, and and by the way uh, you, if you want to join the broadcast too you can give us a call the old fashioned way the reliable way 651 289 4488 i was going to say you could join this broadcast via the live stream on the northern alliance radio network facebook page however uh, the facebook rewrite of facebook live video is to put it thoroughly frankly and yet broadcast safely hot steaming garbage and I can't actually get it to it. It just keeps getting worse and worse every week. Every week I put, the, I try and do a live video. It just keeps getting worse. So looks like you may have to consume your radio the old-fashioned way by listening. But there are so many options. We're on AM 1280 The Patriot, as most of you know, because most of you are listening that way. But we've got FM 10, uh, 107.5 in the West Metro. By West Metro, I mean from, I don't know, Minneapolis out west to maybe Wyzetta and from... I'm going to guess Andover down to Shakopee. That's a wild guess. I mean, if you're out there listening on FM, you know where you are. And if you're outside those two radii, you can join us on the, on the, uh, on, on the internet at FM, excuse me, am1280thepatriot.com. That's where the live stream is, as well as the podcast on the podcast link. Those usually go up around 3.05, 3.10, thereabouts. Check it out so you can listen via The Miracle of Podcasting anywhere, anytime. You don't have to make this an appointment uh, on the actual radio, although we love it if you do. Don't get me wrong. 651-289-4488, the number to call. You can also join us on the hashtag NarnShow, that's N-A-R-N Show, on Twitter on Gab, on MeWe, and on Parler. Uh, One communist social medium, three social media that are smaller, plucky Davids up against the Goliath, uh, fighting it out for what is right. However, we will maintain a presence on Twitter because that's where the battlefield is, fighting our social media battles on merely on Gab, Twitter, and MeWe, much as we love all three of those platforms would be a little bit like Dwight Eisenhower sending D-Day ashore on uh, beaches in New Jersey. A lot easier, doesn't actually accomplish much. Got to go where the actual battle is. So uh, perhaps you've heard, it's been in all the papers, it's been on all the headlines this past, I don't know, two weeks here right now. The trial of uh, Kyle Rittenhouse has been going on in in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and in watching this case, first of all, I, I'll admit, I'm kind of a homer. I, I root for the good guy in self-defense cases. That being said, not all self-defense cases are good guys. It takes nothing to claim self-defense, literally. You can walk in, and I've seen this done, actually. There was a killing of a St. Paul cop back in, I want to say, 1996, 1997-ish, uh, the, the killing of Sergeant Vick. Uh, by a a perpetrator he was chasing and the perp claimed self-defense as we've seen in the rittenhouse trial it's easy to claim self-defense but even if you have what is by more and more appearances a thoroughly righteous case depending on the proclivities of your prosecutor It could still be a very long, very expensive, very soul and finance crushing process to prove self-defense. Which is something that an awful lot of, well, that most, let's just say most people of our tribe, the shooters, the Second Amendment supporters, the activists, the carry permit holders and people in constitutional carry states who who carry, uh, know this distressingly an awful lot of people on the other side really don't they think claiming self-defense is a little bit like declaring bankruptcy by yelling i am bankrupt in public it doesn't work that way Uh, that's a reference to the tv show the office for those of you who are, are are so inclined if you don't it doesn't matter because there is a fair chunk of people out there on the left among the anti-gun crowd who think that claiming self-defense means you're going to get your, 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 your trial your trial your case never goes to trial charges will get dismissed you walk free uh, no matter what you've done you could shoot up a school bus full of kids say it was self-defense walk away fat and happy it's not the case and in fact this rittenhouse case if you are a carry permit holder if you are someone who believes in in the inalienable right to defend your life uh, and that of your family and that of the people around you against crime, against depravity, against evil, this trial is incredibly sobering, or it should be. Now, it's showing us that part of the system uh, is functioning, how uh, shooting people, killing people, using lethal force on people should be the last of all possible options and the law in well every state in the union even though the laws for self-defense vary in absolutely every place uh the, the 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 law basically works really hard to separate the wheat from the chaff and as long as you can count on the integrity of your county prosecutors it's it, the system works more or less, but watching this case, if you've ever been through carry permit training in the state of Minnesota and hearing the he, hearing what, what happens, what the consequences of even a valid, legitimate self-defense claim are, it reinforces the, the words of my first carry permit instructor, uh, the late, great Joel Rosenberg. Uh, who uh, was the person I went to to qualify the first two times I re-upped or upped and re-upped my carry permit, who wrote in his book on the subject that using a firearm in self-defense sets off an atomic bomb in your life. Emotionally, legally, financially, personally, socially, everything. It, it, it blows up your life. It is the second worst thing in many ways, that you can do in your life besides, of course, get killed. And, and that's what, per force, self-defense have to, has to be. That's the way the law works. It's a situation where it's you or your attacker. And I, I found out this past week in my writing and so, uh, on my blog at shotinthedark.info on the subject that I have been slightly wrong about self-defense for 15 years on this show now, I've been saying that it is, in fact, the defendant's burden of proof to affirm, to confirm beyond a reasonable doubt that they met the major criteria of self-defense. That is no longer the case. It was at one point. It's no longer. In any state, the burden's on the defense to prove that it could be self-defense. The burden is on the prosecution to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that the defendant, the person claiming self-defense, missed on one one or more, but one at least, of five criteria. The innocence of the person making the claim. In other words, you did not provoke the attack. You were not the aggressor. You did not jump into a barroom brawl and then shoot someone when they pulled a knife. That would not be self-defense. You have to prove that your uh, claim is reasonable, that you you were in reasonable fear of death or great bodily harm. You have to prove that that threat was immediate, You don't get to kill someone when they say, I'm going to kill you tomorrow. And you don't get to kill someone who threatened to kill you yesterday. You don't. Uh, You have to prove that you used uh, appropriate force, proportional force. In other words, you used lethal force until that threat that was reasonable and immediate was over and no more. That's it. You stop. And you have to prove in most jurisdictions, not Wisconsin, but outside your home, definitely Minnesota, that you made a reasonable effort to retreat. It doesn't apply in stand-your-ground states. It doesn't really apply in your home in Minnesota because we're a castle state. The prosecution has to prove that. And this past week in Kenosha, the prosecution has been trying and largely failing to accomplish that proof. Uh, and in fact, up until Friday, up until the the last presentations of witnesses on Friday, the, wit- the, the the prosecution, which would be charitably described as malicious and generally vacuous, seems to a have been unable to prove anything. In fact, as, as some of the prosecution witnesses, like Gage Gritten, uh, Gage uh, Grosskreutz, uh, actually affirmed very clearly, in some cases, affirmed Rittenhouse's self-defense case. Uh, last Monday, when Grosskreutz, who was the third attacker, the last one shot, uh, he's, he survived, one of two that survived. People keep forgetting that uh, someone named Jump Kick Guy kicked, uh, jumped and kicked Rittenhouse in the head with a boot, which is lethal force. I mean, more people are killed by punches and kicks in this country than long arms by a factor of 10 every year. So we'll come back to that, by the way. Uh, And and Rittenhouse fired two shots at that person. He lived. He got away. No one knows who he is or where he's at. He's disappeared from the face of the earth, apparently. Uh, But the other three, Rosenbaum, uh, Huber. Both were, to some extent or another, lethal force attacks on Rittenhouse. We'll discuss that because this led, well, for starters, to an awful lot of terrible media coverage and what I have to call the stupidest, and I use that term, I try not to use that term too promiscuously, but easily the most invincibly stupid editorial I have read in my life today in the Star Tribune on the case. Literally, I can feel the whole city becoming dumber reading this editorial I'll try and arrest some of the damage. Commit rhetorical self-defense against it if need be. When we return on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot.
1: Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
3: Your guests will be impressed when you serve them round ice cubes for their holiday drinks. Hi, it's PJ from PJ's Appliance. Check out our new LG refrigerators. They feature an automatic ice maker that creates bar quality sphere ice. The slow melting round ice cubes make every drink taste better, longer. This little detail can make you the best party host on the block. Craft clear sphere ice right from your new LG refrigerator from PJ's Appliance. You know we take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores. How? By simply providing over the top customer service and great quality appliances at unbeatable prices. Come see why PJ's Appliance Outlet has quickly become the trusted store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You'll save hundreds, even thousands of dollars on brand new name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers, dryers, dishwashers, and microwaves. Visit our showroom or find us online at PJ'sApplianceOutlet.com. That's PJ'sApplianceOutlet.com, where every deal is a steal.
2: The
3: Patriot Freedom Fan Club and New American Funding want to pay your mortgage next year. This is Tom Matiney from New American Funding, and I'm excited to be the sponsor of the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. If you win, we'll pay your mortgage or rent for all of next year. That's extra money to take your family on vacation, put in a pool, or to help a friend in need. Enter once a day from now through December 20th at am1280thepatriot.com. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle from the Patriot Freedom Fan Club and me, Tom Matiney, at New American Funding.
1: With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. HotAir.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. HotAir.com. AM
4: 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance radio network. Hey, join us for an evening of discussion and debate moderated by Hugh Hewitt. It's the Minnesota Leadership Forum brought to you by the Patriot and the Minnesota Family Council with support from Morris Law Group. Join us at Providence Academy in Plymouth Wednesday, December 15th, as we highlight the issues that matter to all of you conservatives out there. And, well, okay, it's more fun than that. Anyway, you hear from Michelle Benson, Dr. Scott Jensen, Senator Paul Gazelka, Dr. Neil Shaw. There will be a straw poll conducted as well. Find tickets now at am1280thepatriot.com, 651-289-4488 uh, if you have the in- inclination to join us. You can also join us at Narn Show on hashtag uh, Narn Show, N A R N Show on Twitter, Gab, Parlor and MeWe. There, I think I got them all. Uh, the Facebook live stream feature has become hot garbage in recent weeks, so I'm accelerating my... Quest to find a better live streaming platform than Facebook. It's a low bar indeed, but we'll see. There's always complications to these things. Anyway, during testimony Monday in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, Gage Grosskreutz, uh, the quote, medic, <clears throat> end quote, with the illegally concealed handgun who was shot while chasing Rittenhouse with that illegally carried Glock, admitted after a half hour of cross-examination by defense attorney Corey Scherfese that his actions justified Rittenhouse's claim of self-defense against him. And, by the way, Huber as well. I mean, again, Huber, the the victim, quote, victim, end quote, who uh, hit Kyle Rittenhouse in the head with a skateboard uh, a couple of times, which, by the way, is a deadly weapon. Make no mistake about it. That's one of the reasons that, quote, anti, end quote, fa likes to use skateboards because they're innocuous tools that people use to, well, skateboard around the place, something any 10-year-old can use to get to school a little bit faster and feel a little bit cooler, uh, something that thousands, tens of thousands of people carry with them or skateboard about on as a matter of course. That's a perfectly legal thing. It's like, It's like if there was a way to use a bicycle as a deadly weapon, that's what it would be. Most uses of skateboards, like most uses of firearms, are perfectly legal. It just happens that they also happen to have heavy bits of metal that can be swung on long, wooden, densely packed wooden platforms to serve as bludgeons, as clubs, as basically baseball bats with wheels. It's a deadly weapon. Anyway, uh, Grosskreutz admits after a half hour of cross-ex by uh, Chirifisi that his actions justified Rittenhouse's claim of self-defense. The uh, By the way, the, I posted the uh, video of this particular exchange on my blog last uh, Tuesday, I believe, on a uh, post entitled, So Then This Happened. And it was classic watching the, the camera. Point at assistant defend uh, assistant uh, the one of the prosecutors assistant district attorney uh, Krause, uh the rather large let's just say rotund fella uh, doing one of the most classic face palms I have ever seen in real life. It launched tens of thousands of memes, all of them brilliant. Uh, if you're getting your if you're getting your coverage of this trial from the mainstream media. As we'll discuss in a moment, you are being not just misinformed, but actively disinformed by the vast majority of the mainstream media. And by the way, it's getting worse. But you should be getting your information on this trial from a blog entitled Legal Insurrection, just like it spells, LegalInsurrection.com. There, a fellow named Andrew Branca, who we've discussed on this blog in the past, he is a defense attorney, a self-defense advocate, and someone who knows what he's talking about on the subject, he has been live blogging and the, the, the trial every day, all nine days so far, uh, during the day, he has a live stream of, of observations that roughly at least once a minute, and then he writes a incredibly incisive and knowledgeable summary of the day's events at the end of the day. And if you look at ins- uh, legalinsurrection.com, you'll find all nine of those summaries of the day's cases. They are the best journalism quite frankly on this case uh, and he wrote uh, on Monday at the end of day five quote as I stepped through the cross-examination of gross quotes today I identified no fewer than 19 substantive portions nearly 50 percent of the total time spent on cross-examination by attorney Cherifisi that were substantially destructive to the state's narrative of guilt and helpful to the defense narrative of self-defense it was harder to identify the parts to leave out Of today's end-of-the-day post than it was to select the parts to keep in. It was an epic implosion of a prosecution case. There were those who were saying that the trial should go to a directed verdict. In other words, the judge telling a jury, you can reach any verdict you want as long as it's not guilty, because literally all the evidence points to not guilty. Uh, He won't do that. I have a hunch he won't do that, uh, partly because Having a jury reach the decision is a whole lot more appeal-proof, and someone will. I mean, someone will also gin that into grounds for an appeal, and then you're one judge away from having to go through the whole trial again. Now, now, through the course of this trial, I've learned an important thing. As I discussed earlier, the factors of self-defense have changed here in Minnesota, really throughout the entire nation, nationwide. You, you, the prosecution has to prove that the defendant didn't that the defendant started the altercation that they used more force than was necessary to stop the threat that the threat was not imminent that the fear of death or great bodily harm was not reasonable and that the defendant didn't try hard enough to get away now under the local statutes and case law which by the way doesn't really apply in wisconsin which is in fact if not a quote stand your ground state at least a state where the duty to retreat has been deprecated by law over the years uh It seems at this point obvious that the prosecution's case in the Huber and Grosskreutz shootings completely fell apart this past week. The Rosenbaum shooting is sounding more and more solid. In fact, I I believe uh, that Branca said, yeah, all the evidence points towards legitimate self-defense in the Rosenbaum uh, shooting, the first of the three shootings. Uh, Just to be clear. And I want to be clear on this because there are people out there who who miss this. Killing someone is a tragedy, and it's best not to be where one expects violence to happen. The law, especially in places like Minneapolis, Minnesota in general, is not fond of citizens defending property. And you need to be aware of this. All those people who grabbed their ARs and went down to East Lake Street to defend property were on very parlous legal grounds. I mean, provided they were not, I mean, once, once the threat to property becomes a d- threat to life, as we saw in the Rittenhouse case, things change, maybe. Uh, but it still, as we've seen in the Rittenhouse case, puts you in a very uh, dire legal situation. Uh, hopefully after this past two years, and God willing, a good midterm at the state and federal level, and maybe, just maybe. Uh, a flipping of the Minnesota House, a reinforcement of the majority in the Senate, and a good Republican governor, we can start seeing to some of the changes that need to happen, the reforms that must happen in self-defense law in this state to put the burden on the the bad guys uh, as opposed to the people who actually do uh, defend themselves, their families, their communities, and, yeah, their property uh, effectively effectively. Uh, and, and remove some of the burden, the unfair, unjust burden. We'll talk about what the unjust uh, injustice of the burden, the injustice of that burden means to people uh, and in ways that are being uh, highlighted in the Rittenhouse trial. Now, going back to the beginning of my blog, Shot in the Dark, and really the beginning of this show in 2004, the primary mission was to, for me and most conservative bloggers, and those of us that founded this show almost uh, 18 years ago, was to lend our small, individually mostly insignificant voices to pointing out the growing bias and, frankly, ethical turpitude of the mainstream media. And that's going back to 2002, 2003, which, looking back, seems like such an innocent time, relatively speaking. As we've watched the proceedings of the Rittenhouse trial, it's hard to miss what can only be described as a a scabrous, depraved, defamatory slant in the mainstream media's coverage. Uh, Headlines last week say, and I quote, Gage Grosskreutz, quote, testifies Rittenhouse re-racked his weapon while holding him at gunpoint. There's no video evidence of this. Uh, Rittenhouse day trial, uh, trial day six, Gage Grosskreis said he feared for his life. What? As he was charging toward him, drawing his gun. Uh, Another one. I was never trying to kill the defendant. The man who survived being shot by Kyle Rittenhouse said he tried to surrender to the teen, Holding up his hands and then bringing his hand and gun down to point it at Rittenhouse's head. That's trying to surrender. Uh, another one. Lone survivor shot by Kyle Rittenhouse at Kenosha protests. Uh, he says he was going to die. Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Shooting victim thought he was going to die. Uh, Gage Grosskreutz, sole survivor, uh, takes the stand, says, I thought I was going to die. Uh, the, the, the Lone survivor. I mean, I mean painting uh, Grosskreutz as the victim. Acknowledges unholstering his own gun, worrying about the teen's safety. Not only was he afraid for his life, he was just trying to be a good defender of, of innocent life, which was destroyed at trial. But you'd never know that from most mainstream media. And if you read the Star Tribune, you know even less. And indeed, there was an editorial that came out today that made this entire city more stupid. We're going to talk about that next. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. 612,
5: The Bird. Trust is earned and couldn't be more important when you have a house project. Early Bird Electric is the troubleshooting expert. Just look at their Google reviews. Early Bird is your go-to resource for home inspections and problem solving. Small projects like adding an outlet and big projects like remodels and rewiring. 612, The Bird. And yes, Early Bird offers same-day service and 24-7 emergency service. Mention AM 1280 The Patriot and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. 612, The Bird. Or visit 612thebird.com. please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro Life Across America is political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro Life Across
2: America, the billboard people. Doesn't really matter who you are, where you are, where you live. You have a 20 family.
3: People reach a crisis moment, and they don't see any other way out.
5: Suicide is the fourth leading cause of death for people ages 25 to 34. People struggle with it every day.
0: Hi, I'm Congressman Tom Emmer. If you or your loved one struggles with their mental health or thoughts of suicide, know you're not alone. Reach out for help and talk to someone. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters in this station. AM
4: 1280, The Patriot. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, I believe in miracles. I, I believe in the 1991 Twins. I believe in the 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey team. I believe in the 1985 Bears. And I believe in what this station is doing again for the fourth year in a row. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle is back, and we're looking to pay your mortgage or your rent if it applies for all of next year. You can enter to win once a day at AM12AThePatriot.com. Check in daily at the Freedom Fan Club page. For a chance to score bonus entries, you could do so much with all that money you save. So check it out. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle brought to you by Tom Matiney of New American Funding, who also not only believes in miracles, but is sponsoring them as he goes along. So that would be one way of celebrating a mortgage miracle. Or you could just give thanks. And by the way, make sure you give Tom McKinney a call and find out what New American Funding can do for you. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. I'm in for Brad Carlson today. Uh, Sparing Brad Carlson from having to read this next, uh, it's not really an op-ed. It's not really an editorial. It's it's a piece from the New York Times. Uh, And it launched with a tweet in the Star Tribune at the Star Tribune's Twitter page. Quote, and, and and by the way, I read this garbage so you don't have to. But this, in fact, may be one of the most stupid things I have ever read in the Star Tribune or anywhere. And in the case of the Star Tribune, that is a statement that is simultaneously evergreen and yet a low bar that is very hard to get under. The Star Tribune has written and carried... A lot of incredibly stupid stuff, especially when it comes to Second Amendment issues, especially, especially when it comes to self-defense. I call your attention back to 2010, 11 years ago, when uh, there was a self-defense case, uh, the East Lake Street Cub in Minneapolis, a fellow named Darren Ivanovich, a, I believe, 22, 23-year-old, career at that point already a career criminal, and his sister, who... Again, also a career criminal, I mean a predator you know, a couple of sibling predators met a Latina cleaning lady, early fifties, in the parking lot at Cobb on East Lake Street, who had just cashed her paycheck because a lot of people on the low end of the spectrum cash their checks as fast as they can because they need cash. Decided to help himself or themselves to her money when she didn't cough up the goods, he pistol whipped her, uh, Darren Ivanovich, pistol whipped the still unknown woman, thus impelling her to give him the money that she was going to be living on. Uh, Ivanovich and his sister then drove around behind the cub, apparently to divvy up the loot when a good Samaritan, still after 11 years unidentified, followed him in his car. Said, hey, that was mean. Give the money back. Ivanovich replied, not verbally, no, replied by drawing uh, illegally concealed, illegally owned for a felon pistol. Good Samaritan was quicker on the draw, shot Ivanovich. Ivanovich died. The case was so open and shut, clean, even in Minneapolis. Even in Hennepin County, where the rigorously anti-gun Mike Freeman was, and still for the moment remains the county attorney, to the point where Freeman, Mike Freeman, as anti-gun as anyone this side of New York City, called the shooter a hero. And said, by the way, don't do this yourselves, but this guy not only did the right thing, he passed with flying colors, we're not even going to bring charges. They didn't even detain him. And yet the Star Tribune came out uh, that week with a piece about Darren Ivanovich that has lived in infamy as really a written meme of of the, the deep, let's just say myopia of the mainstream media on this subject I mean this long piece by uh, by by one of the Star Tribune reporters on the case that that serves as a hagiography basically I mean (laughs) practically you read this piece and you thought this kid was, was going for sainthood I mean he was just cleaning up his life oh yeah he was about to turn the corner until events forced him to pistol whip a 50 year old woman and make off with his paycheck other than that his life was heading in generally the right direction after a rocky start. If it hadn't been for that whole pistol-whipping incident and getting shot afterwards, who knows what good might have come from him. And by the way, in a moral sense as a Christian, I can't disagree. You, you, there's The world and the Christian faith is full of people who started off really badly, did some horrible things, and yet redeemed themselves. actions have consequences they do and you 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 do the wrong thing in front of the wrong person you might end up dead play stupid games you get stupid prizes Play potentially deadly games you get potentially deadly prizes with that in the background the star tribune's history of well let's just say soft peddling depravity this tweet came out this morning and frankly caught my attention, as one might expect. And I quote Do closely watched murder trials played out in different states this past week. Juries heard strikingly similar stories. Men took up guns in the name of protesting the public, protecting rather the public. And when they wound up killing unarmed people, they claimed self defense. And I didn't think the article could get stupider than the tweet about it. Seriously, stupid with two capital O's. Irredeemably moronic. And that's before you even start reading it. And I know it's easy to judge a subject by a stupid tweet, which is why I, uh, about it, which is why I generally make a point of trying to read the things that are being commented on before I blow up the tweet or the Facebook post or the, the headline in some cases. But no, the, uh, a further read was rewarded by even more invincible, irredeemable, unforgivable stupidity. This is by a, a person named Shayla Diwan at the New York Times. And she writes, I think it's a she, <clears throat> as too closely, it's too closely watched murder trials played out in two different states this week. Juries heard strikingly similar stories. Men took up guns in the name of protecting the public, and when they wound up killing unarmed people, they claim self-defense. Now, she's talking, let's just assume she, Ms. Dewan is a she, uh, that, that the two cases are substantially similar. similar. The Rittenhouse case where, let's recap, uh, Rittenhouse was attacked by one person who was threatening to kill him, lunged at him, tried to grab his rifle, got shot. He ran away from that, and he was chased by a mob of, quote, anti-fa, end quote, thugs, who, in one case, kicked him in the face with heavy boots, which is a lethal weapon. Punches and kicks kill between hundred and uh, five, 500 people every year in this country, which is about 10 times as many as long rifles of all kinds, including the dreaded AR-15. Uh, Huber hit Rittenhouse in the head with a skateboard at least once, that is a deadly weapon. It's why, quote, anti, end quote, FAC carries them, as discussed earlier. And Grosskreutz, the last to be shot, charged at him, drawing a gun as he charged, pointing the gun at Rittenhouse as his charge continued. Now, we'll come back to those circumstances in a moment, but, but saying that these four men were unarmed is, well, a lie. It's it's a complete lie, and it has to be written either from a standpoint of ignorance or, I suspect, assumption of the ignorance of the audience or attempting to gull a not-very-well-informed audience, which, frankly, is the strip audience when it comes to these qu- sorts of cases. Uh, I'll continue. In one case, Kyle Rittenhouse fatally shot two men and wounded a third in the uh, unrest following a police shooting in Kenosha. in the other, Ahmad Arbery. This is the other trial that they're talking about here. A black man was shot after pursuit by three white men who said they suspected him of a series of break-ins in the neighborhood. In both cases, the defendants claimed they were entitled to start shooting because the victims were trying to take their guns. Quote, in other words, their own decision to carry a gun became a justification to use it lest it be wrested away from them, said Eric Rubin, a Second Amendment <clears throat> expert at Deadman Law School in Dallas. It's actually Deadman Law School, but I I thought it was appropriate. Uh, Quote, uh, this is quoting Dewan here, quote, legal (laughs) experts such as Rubin and others, these two cases expose deep fault lines in the legal and moral concept of self-defense, a doctrine that is particularly cherished in America but ill-equipped to handle an era of expanded gun rights. Uh, Growing political extremism, uh, violent threats and a strong vigilante strain all in a country where the perception of threat is heavily influenced by race what ms dewan is doing here is taking facts picking the ones she wants that support her narrative and ignoring all the rest and assuming that her audience isn't smart enough to know the difference and in the case of the new york times and the star tribune uh, by by extension primary audience urban progressives she's not wrong the the trial is largely very li- at least the the written house trial's the perception that's being passed on in in places like the star tribune the new york times uh and national public radio bears very little resemblance to the facts of the case where Kyle Rittenhouse, shot at four people, hit three, killed two people, has largely defended himself very well. His attorneys have done a wonderful job of tearing down the prosecution to the point where there, there's at least one theory out there uh, by Andrew Branca that the in the middle of the week, some of the badgering uh, and, frankly, unethical questioning, including uh, trying to impugn Rittenhouse's exercise of his right not to speak to police and prosecutors looked like it was an intentional attempt to get a mistrial so they could get out of this and avoid a jury verdict because they literally brought no case. Now, at the end of the week, they tried to bring a very weak case of provocation, which would nullify the idea that uh, that, that uh, Rittenhouse was not a willing participant. And by the way, uh, Dewan, trying to compare this with the Arbery case, which, quite frankly, looks a lot less justifiable than Rittenhouse at this point, is dishonest in the extreme for uh, on a factual basis and on a moral basis. And there, I think there's a reason for that because, again, the, the major media's approach to self-defense, especially the Rittenhouse case, has almost nothing to do with facts and everything to do with a larger narrative. We'll come back to Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot.
0: Shallow, unattractive, disgust. AM 1280,
1: The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Have you recently
5: received a quote for an exterior home improvement project that was so high it made you seriously consider selling the house instead? In today's market, it's more important than ever to get multiple bids to make sure you're getting the best possible prices on any investment in your home. I'm Ryan with my three quotes. Not only can I provide you the most competitive bids in the Twin Cities for free, but I can guarantee it will be the quickest and easiest way to get them. Whether you need siding, roofing, or windows, I will personally come to your house for a short meeting so we can determine which name brands make the most sense for you and your house. And I'm all about multiple options so you can have a variety of price points to choose from. A few days later, you'll receive an email from me with the bids attached. I've done the homework on brands and contractors so you don't have to. It's that simple. No salespeople, no pressure, and no obligation to buy. To set up one short meeting with me, visit GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com.
3: IBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At IBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. IBelieve.com.
4: AM-1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, for 20 years now, you've caught it on us for the right perspective on the day's biggest issues and stories. Now we've got a new way to continue our mission in keeping you informed every day. Introducing SalemNewsChannel.com. You can watch your favorite hosts like Dennis Prager, Hugh Hewitt, Sebastian Gorka, Larry Elder, on the channel that believes freedom of speech and religion are fundamental to what we do. We put truth ahead of agenda. And we're not going to get bullied by big tech at SalemNewsChannel.com because Salem is becoming conservative big tech in its own way. I mean, the, the growth of Salem's tech branch, along with some of the other uh, conservative outlets, is impressive. Salem is doing uh, well in kind of moving into the ranks of of its own big tech. Uh, Daily Wire, fantastic job there, moving into, into investigative reporting, uh, including some reporting that may have swayed the Virginia elections. Uh, last month, and or earlier this month, I should say, and uh, also getting into feature film production. I'm looking forward to that. So, so uh, more of that, I should say. So, anyway, SalemNewsChannel.com. Check it out. It's the place to go for news that isn't washed through the leftist narrative, which the Kyle Rittenhouse case largely has been. Uh, it's going to go to jury instructions. Uh, uh, jury instructions were written out Friday, and it's going to go uh, after final submissions tomorrow. And uh, probably to the jury right after that, which who knows how long that's going to take. People who try to read juries are usually wrong. There's the old uh, saw that if it uh, if the verdict comes back really, really fast, it's probably bad for the defendant. In this case, it may not be. The uh, defense on Friday basically took, got, got admitted a piece of evidence, a, a blurry, quote, enhanced, end quote, highly pixelated photo that they say shows... Uh, Rittenhouse showing uh, pointing a gun at the first uh, person he shot uh, Joseph Rosenbaum uh, it's blurry it's extremely indistinct it's pixelated in the extreme the fact that the judge admitted it may be just a way to make sure that the jury gets all the information they can before they throw the cases out we'll see uh but you never know. This reading this stupid, stupid uh, op-ed by Shayla uh, Dolan in the Star Tribune today it came from the New York Times. I'll be writing more about that this week at ShotInTheDark.info. But uh, you'd think that this that, that this that, that, that this case was about 400 years of racial history in this country. Notwithstanding the fact that all of the people that Rittenhouse shot at were white as the Durban snow, and uh, it's of course. It was in riots, excuse me, mostly peaceful, if somewhat fiery protests uh, following the shooting of a black man that turned out to be uh, officially justified. You would never know this. You'd never know from watching anyone in the mainstream media that the Rittenhouse case is really about five things, answering five questions. Did Rittenhouse instigate or participate in instigating two different deadly force incidents in which he used lethal force on four people? Killing two, wounding one, missing another one, who vanished, vaporized. Uh, Also, was his fear of death or great bodily harm reasonable? Was that threat immediate? Uh, Was his response reasonable, just enough to end the attacks on him and nothing else? And did he make a reasonable effort under the circumstances to disengage? That's it. And proving or disproving those five points has taken eight days of testimony All of it very complicated, but the questions themselves are pretty simple. If something of a warning to all of us self-defense advocates. But as far as the media and large culture are concerned, the trial isn't isn't really about the facts. Really, this case, or at least the way it's being presented to all of us, is about America's tribes. Uh, The four Americas we talked about that George Packer wrote about last summer in Atlantic, projecting their views of each other, onto each other via a teenager who jumped into the deep end of the narrative pool head first, unfortunately, last August. Smart America, the Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton crowd see in Rittenhouse, the bitter gun-clinging Jeebus freaks. They picture that all all of us on the red tribe in America are. They earnestly exclaim, no one needs a gun like that, ignoring the fact that four people tried to kill him. And they do ignore it. They think Rittenhouse is an intellectual symbol of everything they hate about that other America. That other America, by the way, being you and me, most of you in this audience. It includes most but not all of the media coverage because big media largely cast its lot with uh, just America and smart America. We'll get to them in a moment. here, And it shows in their coverage. Now, real America. The Donald Trump crowd seems uh, to see him as a lone sentinel of freedom fighting back against the politically favored, socially immunized mob. Socially immunized, meaning their riots get classified as mostly peaceful protests with a few flames and murders and attacks breaking out. That's ravaging our centers of thought and commerce. And, well, Kenosha. A kid from Bedrock America, good and true... uh, (laughs) A bone to be chewed by the blue culture and, and media, uh, pardon the redundancy, who are siding with the rioters. Now, free America, that's us Reaganites, see this as just another show trial like Bernard Goetz, a symbol of a state that has run amok and is actively crushing liberty. We're not wrong, but we'll come back to that. Just America, the social justice crowd, naturally sees Rittenhouse, the person and really the case and the narrative, as a, as a symptom of, Well, every, what everything else is a symptom of white supremacy and the, the, the base violent nature they see uh, <laughs> that they, they, they turn into this army of straw cis hetero men that they face. Uh, it, I mean, there's very few exceptions. The higher the social status of the person commenting on Rittenhouse, the less the commentary actually has to do with the shootings in Kenosha or the facts at trial. The five things I let off this little spiel with. Because really, everything that happens and everyone that does it in our society these days, for people in those that class, is a metaphor. And the case really is about those five facts and the fact that you've got a 17-year-old kid who got into a situation that, let's be honest, he probably shouldn't have, but that he did, and that who under the circumstances would seem to have reacted Pretty much by the book, as you're supposed to in self-defense. Fired eight shots, missed with two. Those two past shots didn't hit anyone else. And he ended four lethal force threats against him. So what you're supposed to do. Well, well what does this mean for society's view of the rule of law? That's really the important part. That's the narrative that nobody's touching on, and it needs to be touched on more than any of them. We'll hit that when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Good we Be right back.
1: Hi, break time? I know you. I'm Colaguard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. It seems like you take care of yourself. I do. I
5: play tennis. I try to eat well.
1: What about screening for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. Colon cancer is more treatable when it's caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and is used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit
2: requestcoligard.com. I'm on it. Excellent. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature. But everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station. And that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the
3: local businesses you hear on this station.
0: Computer service. you
1: and your business are online today more than ever most people are working from home and meeting via internet and that means it structures are overtaxed and wi-fi is humming an outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation rb's computer service is ready and able to help their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance if your business it system experiences a failure give rb's a call their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues with arby's computer service on the job you'll never have to worry about dealing with it related issues on your own whether it's for your personal system or business arby's computer service knows that internet traffic is surging and they're available now to help you'll always get competitive pricing trustworthy advice and excellent customer service from randy and his team at arby's computer service
0: giving your computer
2: service
0: get that crack shack attack crack shack barbecue to do you right we take time for it.